What's up, man? Meow, meow, brown cow. <laughs> Unique New York. I still Unique, right. I'm like, let me. What's good, bro? What's popping, bro? Yo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. A lot of stuff going on these days, man. I agree. No, like my brain is like flooding with like so much has happened. So for those of you that are tuning in, we definitely took a break like last week. Yeah. So we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has happened. I feel like anytime we take a break, like shit just hits the fan. I mean, shit be hitting the fan anyway. You're right. So you go, I go to sleep, wake up. Oh shit, shit hit the fan last night. Right. This is 2021 is turning out to really be 2020 with a wig on. It is. It's like you know, I am the previous bitch. Yeah. I just got a new hair. Yeah. It's it's that. How are you? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm uh wonderful. Thank you for asking. Um. Oh my, uh, I'm doing great, but mm-hmm. enough about me. Yes. We got things to do. Okay. Um, more importantly, yes. they have things to hear and to see. And this moment right here is about you guys. Yes. Uh, thank you, everybody. This is the love and gratitude portion of the podcast. Um, it's the, probably the most important part. The most important part. Yeah, showing you guys love and affection. And um, thank you, you guys, for being here. Um, thanks for buying our candles. Um, thanks for hitting the uh, the play button on the, uh, on the little podcast player so appreciate you youtube twitter instagram you show up constantly you let us know what you're thinking you tune in we really really appreciate all your support yeah. we can do it without you yeah for sure um we definitely couldn't have uh started this candle business um that we've kind of grown into something else that's a really nice shirt you got on oh, this, I don't this know. thing yeah yeah this is a premium cotton oh yeah it looks like it's stretchable and breathable man yes, that's yes. dope yeah I've been calling it cotton because it just feels like it needs oh, a little bit of like yeah. more respect yeah. than cotton. That's an Ave accent on the back end um, of that I hear. Cotton. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on my mm-hmm. Ave. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so this shirt brought to you by the Audacity Podcast. I don't know if y'all can see the back. Get it to it. Wow. The, the Audacity. Audacity. Yo, we have merch, guys. Yeah, we've got merch. Um, I've got a shirt on from the Audacity. You do. Uh, boom. Let me see. Make sure they can see this whole thing. Come on, I mean, it. since we're here, it's just like boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, copy guys some uh, some merch. There's some new merch out there. Yes. Um, these shirts and more. Also, bam! Sorry, guys. I'm just really excited about all of our merch at the Audacity J E M E and Warren dot com that you guys can check out. Um, so yeah, so you can. Show everybody one of your favorite podcasts because, you know, as we mentioned earlier, you could be anywhere else in the world. You could. Um, anywhere else on the internet specifically. Yes. You could be looking up how to get a squirrel out of your attic, um, you know, so it doesn't just, you know, keep crawling over, your, you know, above your head when you're trying to go to sleep at night. Um, you could be on the internet looking up YouTube videos about the best spray and powder to kind of get rid of these squirrels, but you're not. You're here. Do, do you have a squirrel? And we appreciate you. <laughs> We do. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. What's going? You want to talk about that squirrel? What's going on, bro? I don't get a lot of sleep these days. Yeah. This, you know, the squirrel wakes up at like 4 a.m. I mean, the guy go out and get nuts. Come in, uh, running back and forth. I guess storing the nuts or something. But I, I laid some stuff down. I looked up some right, YouTube right, right, videos, right. and um, so I'll let you know tonight to see. You know, I around hope, sunrise. I hope you get rid of him. You know, we had a squirrel yeah. in our house too, but he was in the laundry room. Mm. I feel like this squirrel more respectful because he stay hidden. Nah, <laughs> wait. He's been he's been here. It's a four bedroom house. He he chose my bedroom to 
just be a, above me and I can't right, sleep. Right, right. You know but, it, but, it, but it's better than being in your bedroom. That's true. Let me tell you, when you actually see a squirrel in your home, it, just, it do some different kind of shit. I tried to, to your... I had to change my air filter. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Knock, knock, knock. Are you home? I'm coming. <laughs> you got a damn a tenant. That's hilarious. Well, yeah. Get, but, uh, get the fuck out, squirrel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't heard him in a couple of days, so we'll he, see. He probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's been going on with you, bro? So y'all, um, I got uh, Vacky round two. Hey, come on, Vacky round I two. So much closer. Let's go. Cheers to Vacky round two. Cheers I am Vacky so round much two, closer man. to being 100% vaccinated. Um, they say like it like it marinates in your body for like two weeks and yeah. then you're fully vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 420. It's a brine, I believe. It is a brine. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was feeling real salty after <laughs> I got it. Yeah, some um, effects. Bro, hell yeah. Like, you had a Bell's palsy. The Thank, bell no, thank God I didn't. Oh. If I had that bell that palsy, I would not be on here right now. <laughs> I'd, let you, I'd be in the hospital. No, like, I definitely, I got my shot. Uh, me and uh, my friend Nadia went, we got our shots. And then uh, we felt good right after. It was quick. So we went and got some brunch. I had a mimosa. It felt very normal just mm. being out. I hadn't, like, sat inside of a restaurant in a minute. And so um, it was nice. And on the drive home is when shit got a little different. I was driving, and I was like, Oh, I'm tired as fuck. Like, mm. has it been that long since I had a fucking mimosa that I'm tired? And literally, I had to roll down the windows and start blasting music like like I had just left the club. You were a little fatigued? Like, I was hella sleepy. I got mm. home around 11, and then I didn't wake up again until 7 p.m. Wow. And I had, like, sweated through my sheets and everything. Like, it was crazy. Man, ain't no fever like like a sweat through your sheets. You wake right. up like, oh, oof. I was going through it. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I made it out. Glad I made it out. What was I dreaming? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then I had like the body aches, the chills. Mm. I, I, I definitely clearly had a fever that broke yeah. during so my sleep. How mm. long ago was this, you said? Tuesday is when I got it. Oh, okay. And that lasted okay. Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday I felt fine. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I, I don't have the Rona. Yeah, I, no, 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 no. I, yeah. I too got my Becky also. <laughs> and I have received zero symptoms. Well, you know what? Lucky of you. Of that, yeah. Lucky you. I, you know, I had the black, the uh, the, the black vaccine, the uh, Moderna one. Oh, you didn't get Pfizer. No, no, I had the oh, I had Moderna, who oh. was you know Moderna was researched by the black woman. Shout out to y'all. Um, uh, she's been researched. She's been working on this for like years. I did not like know. seven years before COVID even came. You know, shout out to black women. They know. Just they just know. I thought. See, I didn't know which one she had worked on. It was the Moderna. I was just trying to get it. Yeah. I said, give it to me. So yeah, yeah but it only lasted for a little while. I feel much better. And I'm back. Cool. Let me keep me updated, man. Keep us all. <laughs> I, I feel fine. Updated. Um, cool. I feel, I feel fine. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. Um, <laughs> how am I doing? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, uh, so I had my second vacuum shot and went down to Albany to get it, you know, hometown. Shout out to 229 all day. Um, <laughs> had like a like a weekend getaway kind of thing. Right, you right, know right, what right. I'm saying? Um, get more in tune with the the outdoors, the the slowness of the the countryside, right, etc. There's a lot of nature in Albany. Yeah, a lot of outdoors. Yeah, yeah, a lot of <laughs> a lot of sitting down and, and looking around. A lot of sitting down, and looking around. Um, oh, on my drive down there, I still see it's it's so funny, man. Still seeing the Trump Pence. Nice catch. <laughs> Get over there. Okay, yeah, nothing's happened. <laughs> It's funny down going down there though and seeing like the Trump Pence 2020 signs mm-hmm. still I'm like people's yards is like oh man look at these people saying hey I'm a loser guys yeah like look at me that lost I don't win shit <laughs> and I like to be reminded like so right behind loser. The, right behind the Confederate flags it's like Ugh. let it go people 
Like I'm saying that, but I definitely saw saw an Obama sticker in somebody's like yard not too long ago. That's a winner to me, though. He, hey, <laughs> hey, that's a championship. That's a memorabilia. <laughs> Yo, uh, almost bought a damn uh, a pond boat going down there. You almost bought a boat mm-hmm. for a pond. Yeah. Where was you gonna put it when you got back? I had I ain't playing that far out. I was like, oh man, do I want a boat? I don't know. Look, I can tell you got your stimulus check. I can tell you got your global warming coming up. <laughs> I might need a boat. I might need a boat. You know what I'm saying? They I... say the icebergs are melting, and they are. You know what I'm saying? Actually. Um, also, uh, I went to the High again, the High Museum. I went ahead and got a membership, bro, just to. I was gonna say because you you definitely is a member. I'll be up in there. You'd you know, be at so the I'll high. be looking around. So checked out their new exhibit. It's a pretty good one, man. They um, there's like the, this guy. He like his he had like shot like. He had set up like these ten different cameras, mm-hmm. and and like instruments was playing in different rooms in like this big mm-hmm. house somewhere out, and like but and they was playing they were recording on each one, mm-hmm. so he you could see him like walk from one camera to the other on mm-hmm. the screen mm-hmm. and kind of playing all these different musical instruments with mm-hmm. people in the you know different camera right, shots, right, 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 and it's kind of like a continuous kind of a flow, you know, mm-hmm. like restart whenever the video ends, and he, you could see him like leaving this screen and. Walking over right, here, right, so right. like, oh shit, where is he at? You know, so it's pretty um, dope new exhibit. I'm always fascinated by like artists and like their creations and like how they like choose to like exhibit that. Right. Um, the high always has some really really cool exhibitions, so yeah. that's dope. Yeah. Maybe I need to get a membership. Check no, it out, man. I'm just gonna find a nigga that got one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah, out there. Are they? <laughs> um, but they're not here for any. You okay? <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. I Let's saw see. some disdain on your face right there. You look, like, that's, that's are they mood. drinks wine? Right. <laughs> Disdain's been my move for 2021. <laughs> um, but they're here for this podcast yes. episode. Let's do it. Um, you ready to get started? What's first? What's first is um today is April. It is 10th, 11th, 11th. Yeah, 11th. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> spring fling segment, bro. Bro, it's time. It's time, bro. Yes. Uh, the pollen's in the air. That's how you know when it's spring fling time. When the pollen's, you can't breathe. Your eyes are scratchy. Um, you got yellow stuff on your car after you just had a car wash. Yes. We're yes. here. When I started seeing people in sundresses, that's when I knew. <laughs> I said, oh, the sundress season's upon us. I yeah. said, hello, y'all. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, so what are we talking about on this spring fling edition? <sighs> so, you know, every, now that everybody's like melted off, you know, we've got all the... <laughs> the the other season off of us. <laughs> right. uh, we're here in spring and today we're going to be talking about attachment styles. What do the people need to know about attachment styles? So um, one that they exist. Yes, that's the first part. Yeah, people don't realize that, you know, um, I was reading a book called um, attach, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it talks about how everybody has kind of different like styles on, on how they like just a I guess attached to mm-hmm, it and mm-hmm. kind of get connected with other people um, and in their relationships and whether there's, um, I believe there's four attachment yes. styles, um, secure, yes, um, avoidant, yes, I'm sorry, dismissive avoidant, yes. avoidant, fearful avoidant, and anxious. You did that. Whew. Well, let me tell y'all, I got notes. He did that without notes. Man, he was, was that student. He was like, I got it. Photo photography. Well, no, it's audible. So I was just like, listen. I'm like, okay, what did they say? And this and that. <laughs> 
Um, what else? Do you know anything about? Have you heard of these these attachment styles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, studied this like um, in my undergrad when I was working on my psych degree, and it's interesting. Oh, okay. Because I think a lot of people don't really understand their own attachment styles, mm -hmm. which is like can cause a lot of conflict when you are trying to enter into you know a partnership, mm. situationship, mm. relationship, mm -hmm. one night stand. It's just you know anything. Entanglement. Yes, that part. Um, and so like, yeah, a lot of people, I don't think they realize like you learn these attachments like very early on mm. um, and they are kind of shaped through your experiences. And it's just important stuff to know because like depending on like what your particular attachment style is, you might want to link up with someone that complements that. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be in a spring fling, you know, and then get flung off the roof. Okay, because you done been with somebody and they driving you crazy. <laughs> they won't text you back. They won't say the things you say, your words of affirmation. That's my love language. They're not giving you what you need. Yeah. They're yeah. avoiding you. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes. Not you, second person. No, yes, just... he is. He is. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> excuse me. But, uh, but yeah, so with, um, have, have you ever been dating somebody you could like you know see signs of their actual attachment style since yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. yeah i was on a date once and the nigga didn't show up so i was like that's avoidant oh yeah, yeah. that's definitely that was dismissive avoidant mm -hmm. um i also am that attachment style to a degree i'm i'm a mixture which you can't have blended attachment styles i don't think a lot of people just fall within one mm -hmm. um so i'm like dismissive avoidant i don't get like attached very easily typically i go after things or people that i'm like oh this is nice like i recognize that in them like I will start to like them. They pull back a little bit, then that makes me more engaged. But mm -hmm. then if they start to like me too much, I mm -hmm. kind of pull back. Mm -hmm. And so I'm working on becoming more secure. You know, mm -hmm. that's like when everything's reciprocal and, you know, healthy. Yeah, and yeah. not as like reactive, I believe. Yes. That's what they say. Yes. Um, so I took the, the attachment style test and they said I was secure. And I was like, really? Come through. Am I? You did that. <laughs> um, but, um, but also, I think in listening to the book, I was seeing that, um, you know, like you mentioned, you can... I think it's also sometimes depending on, you know, what relationship experience that mm -hmm, you've had, because mm -hmm. obviously if you've kind of gone into one, it's kind of made you like a little bit more anxious, mm -hmm. um, then, you know, that, that may change. But, mm -hmm. you know, still, I think to your point, like you still have like that base level of, yes. okay, this is where this is where my home base is or whatever, yes, um, yes. of like as far as attachment style. Thank you. Um, so, guys, before you go out here with your spring fling, because, yeah. you know, it's coming. We about to be outside. Yeah. Okay. Vaccinated. Yeah. If you're not vaccinated, don't come to my section. Okay. Oh, we wait. have we oh my god. She's <laughs> gonna be like, what did Jamie get? <laughs> no wonder you didn't have no reactions. You got in the wrong Jamie place. Jamie got that snowfall. Like, <laughs> but seriously, guys, like do your own research, take the test, see what kind of attachment style you have. That way when you are going to engage with people, you can kind of be like, Do you know your attachment style? Yeah. What is it? Mm -hmm. No, I can't fuck with you. I'm moving yeah, on. Yeah. Because yeah. even with the you know, we mentioned the avoiding, but you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are they don't like you know like you or are trying to get out of a thing it's just like that's it's, they're different. That's, that's how they they're just different yeah. i'm attached to you in a way that looks unattached <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's interesting how um you can like you know i think in the book i felt like i was getting some kind of reservations because it seemed like they were kind of picking on the avoidant mm -hmm. um and you know and even like the anxious and kind mm -hmm. of like just um saying like hey one you know these people they don't really have a chance of, you know, X, right. X Y, They're and doomed. Z. They're doomed. And so I'm like, okay. Shout out to the lonely. Team lonely. <laughs> um, but let's uh, let's move on. What's next? 
audacious sports. Yo, what's going on in sports? I heard a lot is going on in these sports streets. Man. Okay, when I'm hearing about sports, that's how I know a lot of <sighs> shit is going on. Bro, <laughs> exactly. That's, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one, we got uh, Deshaun Watson in the news. Okay, I haven't heard about him. Okay, so um, he's black quarterback. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got some allegations out there uh, uh, for, for sexual harassment. Um, so, you know, professional athletes, right? You know, they have body aches, you know, mm -hmm. throwing your body up and down 100 yards, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, so he gets, you know, massages, oh, yeah. physical therapy, all that kind all of stuff. Right. Um, I think maybe like 150 a year. But I think at this point, it's about 21 cases, I believe the last count was. Do they even play for that many days a year? 150 a year? No, nah, but, you know, it's, when you're working out, you know, you got like, he's got like, you know, he's traveling different cities, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so the plane be fucking him up, so he just need 150 massages. Yeah, a man, you know that, all that the jet lag and whatnot. I, I want to see how much money he making because 150. That look. Yeah, so uh, so there's some allegations out there accusing that you know he's um, harassed them, har harassed the masseuses, uh, you know, sexually. Right, right, right. Um, and and kind of forced sometimes himself. Um, and he kind of. Force, yeah, 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 that's pretty yeah, 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 and um, so th that is a story going on these days, um, and it's kind of a coming at a point to where he's looking for like a trade because he was like one of the big all-star mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, football players and quarterbacks mm -hmm. of the league. Like, okay, he's asking for a trade, trying to get out, right. and now you know these twenty cases are coming up, and um, so I, it's an interesting thing, man. It's not looking good. There's no point like the thing is he's getting these masseuses off of like Instagram and it's like dude You're a professional athlete. Why are you getting so many different people? You know giving them access to your physical right. body um, it Sounds like an addiction. Yeah. No, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like sound it sounds a little Well, we're gonna pray for our brother Deshaun um, yeah. and, You know and these uh, these victims because you know if you're doing the shit, bro, you gotta you're gonna get punished. Yeah um, These I think these like star athletes don't really realize the, the world that they're in mm -hmm. and kind of realizing like like any like everything that they do right, literally right, everything right. is on a magnifying glass and on camera especially if you're like the franchise quarterback right, of right, a right, team right, right. you know what i'm saying right. like you're in texas and mm -hmm. you're star quarterback of the texans right and, so, <laughs> and social media has really changed the game because social media really does connect us in ways that mm -hmm. it never used to but it also can like expose things that like you have about yourself that are fucked up yeah yeah, well, yeah, sorry for you to shout, I guess. Yeah, um, it'll be it'll be interesting what happens. Um, and even like how the NFL gets kind of brought into it because I because I, you know when black athletes are um, have like different cases mm -hmm. and kind of stories like mm -hmm. these that come out. It's um, it's always kind of um, demonizing them more than the white, the white athletes. Yeah, because that white athlete that like tried to kill his black girlfriend. Yeah. Like, they like this story was everywhere and it took the NFL a minute to respond. Yeah, and I was like, how is this nigga still actively playing? Mm -hmm. Like how also just being real. I feel like the NFL has got to take more responsibility for the um, what is it? The CTE CTE yeah, yeah, like yeah. the brain injury. Yeah. There is a there are correlations to these people's behavior and like the sport they're playing. Absolutely. Even there was a um, there was another story about a former NFL player um, who um, like killed like a like a doctor and his like four kids or like some kids in out like, out in like another he was like a retired football player and then he like killed himself later because that's what usually right, happens right, with, with the, you know the CTE mm -hmm. and everything um, so yeah they got to do like more so stuff for these you know um, employees yes. of the league that's gotten these yes. that's gotten damage from doing yeah. the work that they've been doing yeah, physical labor yeah I'm telling you, it's it's slavery that's what it is yeah.
Interesting Ooh. time. Um, but moving on. Yes. Um, so I have um, so something else in Audacious Sports. What's going on? We talked about Dwayne Wade and um, his daughter Zaire, I believe her name is. Zaya. Zaya? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So, um, and you know, even like the little Boosie mess and all that kind of mm -hmm. back and forth. Yes. Um, and little Boosie's kind of unwanted, unasked for thoughts about mm -hmm. Dwayne Wade raising his 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 child. Mm -hmm. um, so Dwayne Wade was on a podcast. Um, you know which podcast? Have you heard about any of this? Yes, I think it's called I Am an Athlete. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, Brandon Marshall, Ocho Cinco, a couple other retired players. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, so it was a really good episode. Oh, so you saw the one with Dwayne I Wade? I watched the whole episode. Oh, wonderful, cool. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I watched the did. whole episode. Um, one, I love their family. I've always liked Gabriel Union and like, I just love them as a unit and the way they move and stuff like that. Um, but it was really interesting. I don't think I have ever seen a platform like this where you hear black heterosexual athletes talking about trans women and like the adversity they face mm. and, um, the crimes that are committed against them and how mm. it was really sad. Like they were really advocating for this particular population, which was really dope to see, because like I said, I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's causing a lot, a larger conversation, like around like a trans youth and trans right and rights and how you know African Americans in our own community how we deal with like the LGBTQ um, population. And um, it was beautiful. I just really commend Dwayne Wade for a lot of things he said. He said at the end of the day, like that's my child. Right. He said I can't tell you how many stories. Like he said, me and um, him and his daughter were watching a uh, pose. And he said, we were watching Pose, and he said, shout out to the Pose cast, because they really educated us uh, the last season is coming soon. I'm very sad about that. Mm. Um, and he was saying, like, how his daughter was so shook seeing, like, kids getting thrown out their house by their parents and mm. condemned and having to live outside or, like, having to, like, build, like, their own uh, support units. Mm. And she said she, that, and he said, yeah, she was shocked because that's not her experience. Right. He said, it's not going to be. Mm -hmm. He was like, you know, what kind of parent are you throwing your child out the house? He said, no. He said, my child was not going to be someone that, kill themselves or was out here, you know, feeling like they weren't supported. And right. so, you know, just a shout out to Dwayne Wade yeah. um, for causing like a larger conversation around parenting, but also like, you know, how to really love your child despite, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, unconditionally. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, you have you said he, you know, continued like the conversation and um, even spoke to, you know, different celebrities like Lil Boosie that was, mm -hmm. you know, been having like these, you know, p opinions and yes. voicing their opinions mm -hmm. about other people's parenting and stuff right. like that. Um, so yeah, it was like a great conversation and like to your point, like, you know, around only like, you know, um, males right. is that's usually not a conversation that Ever. is, is, you know, one, um, had mm -hmm. and number two, um, recorded and kind of displayed. So, yeah, in um, public forum. Yeah, it was, public I, forum. I feel like it was a very powerful episode. So shout out to those guys. Um, I definitely will maybe watch some other episodes. Yeah. Um, it also, um, during that same uh, show, have you seen that Brandon Marshall meme, actually? Yeah, where he looked like he's a Super Saiyan powering up. Yeah, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I think they also be, like, you know, sipping during this podcast. <laughs> they definitely be drinking and eating. So, and I saw, uh, I think, so during that clip where this meme came out, um, Brandon Marshall was, like, they were discussing uh, NBA contracts versus NFL contracts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the NBA contracts, they were um, debating whether or not they were guaranteed mm -hmm. versus NFL contracts, which are not guaranteed. Right. So if you get cut, you don't get whatever That's millions right. they said they was right. going to give you. Ask Michael Sam how it feels. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right, right. Um, and um, so Brandon Marshall was saying, like, no, they're definitely not guaranteed in the NBA. And meanwhile, NBA players was like retweeting. It was like, oh, sorry to tell you this, bro, but yeah. 
Yeah, we I get can, our money. I can sit down the rest of the season. Right. And I'm paid. Like, <laughs> and also, Brandon Marshall is an NFL player. Um, he was. Oh, he don't play no more. Correct. Okay, so he wasn't NFL. So yeah, like if you, it's just I always am very fascinated with people that comment on experiences that they've never had. Yeah. Like so matter of fact, like yes, you can have an opinion, but mm -hmm. if you're like, no, yeah. this is how it. How do you know? He was loud and wrong, is what that was. Loud and wrong. Yeah. Let's take a moment and shout out all the loud and wrong people in our lives. You. Hello. Yeah. You hey, think Dad. you know. Hey, Dad. But you really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, loud and wrong. Loud and wrong. You thought. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, oh, also, you know, going back to the Dwayne Wade conversation, yes. um, it brought up or it kind of like further highlighted the, the, the trans ban in Arkansas that's going on. Oh my on. gosh. It's, it's wild that they're even like, ha have like this, that this is a conversation, you know and, what I'm saying? And it's, it's funny because like things like this, like constantly happen anytime, you know, uh, when Trump was in office, he did that whole, uh, military ban of trans people and right. trying to take away like the health benefits. And then, you know, when Joe Biden came in, he, you know, returned Reverse that. Line. And so, like, this is just the pendulum swinging back for Republicans. And it's really crazy because um, they specifically don't want anyone under 18 to be able to have any of their, like, uh, uh, medical bills or, like, operations, like, covered. Right. Um, so, like, you, if you wanted to, like, transition earlier on, if you wanted to start taking, like, estrogen or testosterone or whatever, like, they're like, we're not paying mm -hmm. for that. For the hormone therapy. Which is really interesting because... It, it goes into like, you know, government, big government and then like, you know, like small government and like how like this is like a decision you're making for like families that maybe mm. like want their child to be able to. And so, um, I don't know. I have mixed opinions on it. One, I will say I'm not a parent, so I don't know what that's even like. Two, I'm not trans. I don't have like if I was a parent, I don't have a trans child. Mm -hmm. And so I can't imagine like what as a parent you feel like should happen if your child should be able to like fully express themselves in the body they feel like they are supposed to have or if you're worried about like them taking testosterone or estrogen too early you know because their body's not done you know developing but in my mind that's kind of the point they don't want it to develop a certain kind of way uh, that's true too. you know what i mean yeah. and so i don't know i just kind of feel like Things like this, you shouldn't be able to legislate bodies. This mm -hmm. goes back to like when governments try to like outlaw abortion because they want to control women. Like, I just don't feel like you should be able to like control people's health care. If you work a job and you have health insurance, yeah. they should cover. Period. Health is health. That you one. know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm if and if it, and whether you know we speak to how much you know health is also connected like mentally. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mental health, physical health. Mm -hmm. um, you know all these things is the things that like contribute to a society's well-being mm -hmm. and like you know to say who we are not going to give health coverage to mm -hmm. um and from a state's rights perspective right. also which is you know why this whole like state versus government mm -hmm. and you know the you know just the back and forth of like what you can do over here as opposed to across the street right. when you're you know in kentucky or something right, like right, that right, right. um it's, it's so it's, it's so inefficient and yeah. like you know um you know problematic as far as trying to actually do what's best for the overall yes, society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just, you know, holistically, I probably lean more towards you not being able to tell people what the fuck they can do. Right. Right. That's just how I feel, especially yeah. because I know it's not hurting anybody. It's just hurting your Christian feelings. Right. Because that's what a lot of this stuff they try to root mm -hmm. stuff in. Like, well, you know, and I'm like, let that shit go. Mm -hmm. Like, just because the thing is, is like, you know, in one bill, they'll say this is, you know, like a lot of their bills and, you know, 
reasoning mm -hmm. is, you know, on these Christian beliefs, but at the same time, even how we talk about, you know, the marriage yep. rights and stuff like that, yep. you know, at the same time, there's a show called 90 Day Fiance where they're making like a mockery of marriage. And y'all not trying to get that banned. You know, and it's like you meet some or, or love or married at first sight. You know what I mean? All these like different kind of reality shows like, oh, let's two people that don't know each other get married only to get divorced in like 60 days. And it's just crazy to me. I'm like, Arkansas, you want to ban trans youth so they can't have these you know the thing, how many kids don't eat in Arkansas? Mm. How many kids don't have access to medical like um, facilities in general? How many of mm -hmm. them uh, don't have the proper access to clean water, food, yeah. safety, uh, education? Like y'all are worried about the wrong fucking stuff. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like th cut yeah. that out. Yeah. For yeah. like for no reason, like they have all these you know tasks that they need to cover mm -hmm. and like you know things to look out for their voting constituents and everything, yep. and they were like. Hey, let's go worry about this thing that nobody asks us to worry about. Yeah, that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Arkansas, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now, yes. Um, we have to talk about a uh, a two recent passings oh um, this past week. Uh, oh the Duke of Edinburgh and DMX have both passed. Have you heard about these? I definitely heard about DMX. And is it is it not the Duke of? No, Edinburgh? no, we're we're gonna get there. The Duke of Edinburgh, like the Queen's husband. Yeah. Okay, see, this is what I'm not about to do. What you mean? I saw what you're talking about. People are like, oh, the Duke died. Yeah, Duke and He Edward. died in 99. You know, he yeah. came home and was resting. Y'all stop. Because one thing I'm trying not to do this year is actively participate in a lie. That nigga died four years ago. <laughs> he died four. Have you seen him? I saw pictures. Did y'all see that zombie just walking around? People always worried about like Area 51 and new aliens. There's a motherfucking zombie in the palace. <laughs> they had him kind of propped up in the car that one time. You know, he looked like like weekend at Bernie's, but with like without the glasses Have on. Have you seen Underworld, the movie? Yeah. That's Victor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that's a documentary that was shot guerrilla style. Okay. It's not really sci-fi. You see in all the actors and it was yeah. British because mm -hmm. that's their real fucking life over yeah. there. That nigga has a bullet wound mark in the middle of his forehead. If you look closely where he was shot four years ago and they just gave him some stem cell shit probably. Yeah, the so, queen, uh, the queen so the, not agent. Yeah, so the Duke passed. Um, that nigga been dead, y'all. I'm just, I'm sick of it. So they, you know, it's, if, I think in the, um, you know, UK papers, they were talking about, they think they have like seven days of mourning for mm. the, um, the royalty of, you know, mm -hmm. etc. Um, but it's so interesting. I, th I guess DMX passed at 50, like the same day. Yes. Um, and it's so unnecessarily like like visible how people treat the two men's different mm -hmm. deaths, you know. Mm -hmm. Um I'm not saying DMX was royalty, um, but you know He was a legend though. He was a legend, yeah, like and hearing like hearing all the different stories about um how like all these just random stories about like, oh yeah, D I was working in IHOP and DMX came in like, yo, man, can I make my own omelet? And he was like, yo, just making his own omelet right, or right, right, right. like um, mopping up in like random yeah. places, yeah. Sh showing up at like a, a Jewish wedding or something like that. I feel like he was one of the first like rappers I remember just thinking of him as like being vulnerable oh, and open 100%. about it. Just like showing like that, yeah, I'm this, but mm -hmm. I'm also this. Yeah. And those are not two things that like are mutually exclusive. Mm -hmm. like, I can be a man and be vulnerable. Yeah. And so, yeah, and I, you know what, to your point, no, he wasn't royalty. I feel like they were both legends. DMX, a legendary icon, like staple in the black community, and the Duke of Edinburgh, a legendary racist. You know what I'm saying? Legendary yeah. for his racism throughout the years across continents. Mm -hmm. And so, fuck you, Duke. I'm glad, you know, ding dong or another racist is dead. And, you know, rest in peace to DMX. Yeah, I, it's, it's interesting, man, because, like, um, with DMX, like, you know, he would have songs, to your point about, 
being vulnerable. He would have songs like, ah, oh, I'm angry and I just want to yell and I don't know what I'm doing. Lord, give me a sign. You know, like what y'all want from a nigga? You know, all these kind of like just like expressive, you know, songs and, and lyrics. You know what I'm saying? And he'll like just go in a booth, you know, you um, all the different clips. You know, even he had that, uh, that verses with Snoop Dogg, um, which was such a kind of... Um, like a victory lap, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you know what's eerie about that verse is I, w- I went back recently, I was watching it. You know he says in that verse is like, I won't be here much longer. Mm-hmm. And I just like, yeah. that. someone sent me that clip uh, recently and I was like, yo, like that yeah. is kind of eerie, but just kind of, because I've heard that from so many different, you know, celebrities or people like they'll say it because right. like they have this feeling and then they'll be yeah. gone. Well, I mean, there's another uh, clip where he was on um, some man, some um, some guy's podcast. I think it was the Drink Champs podcast, mm-hmm. if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that, he um, was talking. He was like, you know, um, this was February this year, mm-hmm. so like two months ago. Mm-hmm. He was like, you know, if I um, if I die, and they were like, whoa, what are we saying? And then it was right. he would say, no, if I die, if I die, um, you know, I'll say that I lived a good life. Period. And then they were like, all right, Toast. And then, mm-hmm. but you know, two months later, you know, he's passed and. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still like it, like you mentioned, it's mm-hmm. eerie to kind of see those. Yes. But you know, we're like afterwards, we were, you know we're seeing how much he always like lived his life mm-hmm. to the fullest. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and he even that was his own opinion. Right, so. right, right. And I'm just glad he's at peace because um, we all are familiar with the struggles he had in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to say this because um, I don't I don't think I say this enough. So um, one, I used to be I used to work in substance abuse. I used to help people um, that were suffering from substance abuse. Um, it's a very hard job. Shout out to all the substance abuse counselors out there. It's tough work. But one of my friends called me after, you know, we had heard the news and he just kind of called. He was like, yeah, yeah, all these people saying this, but you know, I just don't like the way he, you know, treated his kids and I was like, I'm gonna stop you. Mm. I said, because I don't think we show enough sympathy one to people who are really dealing with substance abuse because it's a real illness and it is like one of the worst things you can have Yeah. Two, a lot of people don't know that DMX like, um, when he was 14, a mentor of mm-hmm. his, and I use that word loosely, introduced that to him, like laced mm-hmm. it and gave it to him. Yeah. You don't give that He's to him. He's talked about that. Like yeah. a four, you know what I'm saying? Like a 14 mm-hmm. year old. Last, but not least, like when you are someone that is like being consumed by like substance abuse, it's really tough. There's Dre's here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and with that being said, a quick commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so lastly, I just think people need to like have a little bit more like compassion for people who are suffering from like substance abuse because it's not easy it really tears people up and i don't think anybody wakes up and goes i want to be a drug addict like mm-hmm. this is something that i want to do yeah um and so yeah rest in peace man yeah man I, I i i just didn't really appreciate how people were not people like the some of the media and like journalism especially like the uk and like the non-american yep. um kind of uh, outlets kind of saying the duke and like this rapper who right, struggled right. with addiction and kind of defining that, mm-hmm. you know, man, diminishing him, diminishing him, mm-hmm. defining him by like, you know, a couple of things, right. you know, um, just because it's more consumable for mm-hmm. them, um, you know. Yeah. And I thought they have a nasty habit of doing that to black celebrities, but definitely black men. Yeah. Yeah. No, we will not have it. Yep. So yeah. Cool, man. Um, so what's next? What is next? So I have a mystery question for you. Okay. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you ready for this? I am ready. I, uh, I was I was on Twitter and then I was like, okay, uh, this might be a great mystery question okay. that somebody had just threw out there. Let me take a sip. Hold on. Take a sip, man. You might you might need a sip. <laughs> okay. You ready? What's the MQ? Okay. This week's mystery question yes. is: um, If you are a famous black gay, hmm. 
do you have to date a white man or a person? Because obviously, you know, vice versa. You okay? You look like you're something twitching over there. Who told you to ask me this? this was I feel a, like this is a setup. <laughs> no setup at all. Like the, I feel like the interracial gaze, they better come for me. <laughs> the interracial gaze, I feel in my spirit. Ah, do you have to? You know what's funny? Uh, Don Lemon talked about this recently. Um, and he was like, you know, a lot of people give him shit because, you know, his uh, current, I don't know if they're married, but his man mm -hmm. uh, is white. And he's like, I tried to date black men. Mm. He's like, I've done the legwork. He was like, and a lot of like black men, unfortunately, either they didn't want to get married or like they weren't out or like they weren't. And, you know, it's tough. Like as a black gay man, like, you know, you black and you gay and there's like shit that comes with both of that. And then like in like the gay black community, like all the issues black people have are just magnified in that community. Mm -hmm. And so do you have to? Of course not. Right. However, these white men, they will marry you. Mm. And a lot of them are just white. Right. So all they dealing with is like that gay stuff, which is shit they barely deal with. Mm -hmm. Like. Sorry, white gays. A lot of them be like, you know, when I'm gay, I was persecuted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, maybe back in the day. My father kicked me yeah. out of the house. Yeah, okay, look, that's us. Mm -hmm. Nigga, a lot of us didn't have houses. One of us get kicked out of, okay? <laughs> we was, okay, that, that wasn't even an option. Yeah. And so it, I will say it's, I definitely understand some of the struggles that like uh, black gay men face when they're trying to date each other. But mm -hmm. no, you don't have to. I feel like it is a choice. So I guess my follow-up question would be as far as the, 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 fame addition to mm -hmm. that question, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, dating is already its own thing, but mm -hmm. I imagine, um, like, being a famous gay mm -hmm. and in those, like, just different circles mm -hmm. and also still trying to maneuver a relationship, yep. um, it's like you're trying to, like, find, mm -hmm. like, almost like yourself. I, I wonder if it's, like, find yourself twice. It, and it's hard, too, because, like, how many of you are there even, like, right. to date in your pool? Like, I think black women have a similar issue. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of my black female friends are like, I want a man that's on this level or like a similar level of me. Sometimes that's difficult, but I, it's funny. I feel like it's interesting because I feel like this is also mirrored for straight black men that mm. get on and married like non-black women because mm -hmm. that's very popular too. Mm. And so like, I don't know if there's like a correlation between like what you think is successful and how that's supposed to look or like the people you surround yourself with. But I mean, you know, I, I will say it's a fucking choice. Yeah. Like everyone wants to be loved. I get that. But if you ho hold out, Cause let me tell you, I'm this close to dating a white man. I'm trying not to, y'all. I'm this close. I might just go get me an how, agent. How close from, was that? I'm this fucking close. Okay, it looked like the emoji where it's like a little bit of space. It's getting, like, I'm this, who's gonna know? They're gonna know. I'm They're this fucking know. close. Like, um, I might just go get me an agent from Georgia Tech. Just try, you know, like mm. a soft white. You know, just something like, you know, off white. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough out there, but uh. Agreeable gray. <laughs> Good question. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So now it's time for real mother news. Y'all know this is my favorite fucking segment. Real news. All right, I'm ready. Okay. If you want to go first, what you been watching? I can go first. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I saw this movie with um, Idris Elba. Okay. I like the way this is going and already. The, and the, uh, the the kid from um, Stranger Things. Things. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. um, Concrete Cowboy. <laughs> Look, I was gonna say, don't ask me his name. <laughs> Uh, Concrete Cowboy. Yes. Um, so um, Idris also uh, produced this movie, okay. but it's about um, how they have like these cowboys in like Philadelphia, mm -hmm, basically, mm -hmm. and like this cowboy population where they have like these these old ranches, mm -hmm. but a lot of you know um, people have kind of been taking their land, so mm -hmm. it kind of just. Um, but it's also a story between Idris, who's like this you know like kind of neighborhood you know guy right. um, working on the ranches mm -hmm. and stuff like that with the horses. And at the same time, um, his um, his son, who he's kind of like not been in his life mm -hmm. and kind of working with him to um, 
kind of keep him on the right track because right, his right. mom kind of like dropped him off at the right, right. At his step. So yeah, did you did you like the movie? It's not a yes. I like the movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen the first thirty minutes, but it, it was interesting. The story. It was a story yeah. I never heard. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always here for like black people and different kinds of stories. Yeah. You know, I've talked about this. I'm over the black trauma. Yeah, yeah. And as I say that, um, I recently have been watching some black trauma shit. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to have to eat some of my words. I am over black trauma, y'all. We got to find something better to do. But I don't mind it in the horror genre. So Lena Waithe um, is the EP mm. of a new show on Amazon Prime called Them. Mm. Uh, um, and it's, yeah, it's called Them. You're watching Them? I am watching it. I'm almost done. I'm on the last episode. But you're... But you don't really rock with the the trauma, the the situation, because you haven't seen the Twelve Years a Slave. No, I've not seen all of it now. Yeah, have you seen um, any of the other horror? Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't really rock with like I don't, that trauma. I don't situation. like that shit. I'm tired of like black porn being like our only means of like storytelling or like mm-hmm. how we make money. I get it, and and what I will say, this story is different. It's a story I've not heard. It talks a lot about like redlining and how black people's experiences were on the West Coast. Cause like, I feel like we're very familiar with like Jim Crow South, mm-hmm. especially living here, those stories get told more often, but I didn't know what it, the experience was like for like the first black family in Compton mm-hmm. or like what the red lining was like out there. Mm-hmm. That stuff is very interesting, but I will say the show is wearing me the fuck out. Yeah, I saw stuff on Twitter about how it's kind of um, like kind of traumatic mm-hmm. um, in the way that Lena Wade is, um, Kind of producing it, uh-huh. uh, it's it kind of you okay? No, go ahead. Why is it going? Go ahead. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and okay, she okay, yeah. So I, I've heard um, people are kind of struggling with how Lena Waithe is kind of putting it out and kind of like not liking it to the point of like, yo, why would you kind of expose black people to these? kind of, you know, already known like traumas and just furthermore pushing out some of the stuff that, you know, the terrorism and stuff like that. Let me tell you something. Which is, I'm also surprised to hear you're watching it. So. Yeah, because one, I typically, even if I'm not going to watch like a black, I try to support, so I'll just turn it on and leave the room just mm-hmm. so it gets a view or whatever. I try to like still support stuff, but I was like, I'm going to watch it. I like Jordan Peele. I like horror. I'm a big fan of like scary movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. This is tough. Um, I would say it's, it's, a, it's very traumatic. It's something like you should definitely brace yourself for. The story is very good. It's very well written. The acting is superb. Mm. The story is interesting, but it is traumatic as fuck. If you have white friends, you won't after watching it. If you work with white people, don't go to work that the next day. Mm. Like, you know, just because it really, it it just kind of reveals like, damn, like y'all really fucked up. Mm-hmm. No, like for real, like your ancestors were trash mm. from all over. Not just like you're like just trash. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, a lot of y'all still trash today. Yeah. It's just tough. And so... But I think it's important. I would encourage white people to watch it because you need to know, like, see your own behavior at work. Hmm. It's crazy. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, that's them, y'all. That's uh, cool. Hey, Lena, I, I'm going to DM you some stuff later. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Some, some, some trauma that you've caused. Yeah, like my fucking therapy bill. Because I definitely, <laughs> the first, the first, I think I watched five episodes back to back and I didn't sleep at all that night. Mm. It was crazy. Mm. Yeah. Um, I wa- so, you remember we had uh, Dwayne Boyd on? Yes. Um, actor... Director, film, producer, director, writer, all the things. So I watched his movie Four Minutes okay. that he was talking about, Yo. which is not four minutes long, FYI. Um, <laughs> it's not a short. No, it's a uh, about, about two hour movie. Okay, uh, it's a feature. Okay, um, okay. But, uh, so Four Minutes mm-hmm. is about um, uh, basically the the speed, like speed dating, like okay. you know, his this guy introduces him to 
um, speed dating, mm -hmm. you know, um, start dating a you know bunch of people. He meets like somebody and mm -hmm. kind of you know plot plays out. Right, but right, right. It's, a, it's like a it's a it's a it's a good movie. Actually, is it a comedy? Yeah, it's, a, it's actually really hilarious. Okay, okay. I uh, I really enjoy watching it, and uh, I found myself like laughing out loud several times. Um, it's I'm so check it out. It was made in, like 2013, so seeing like you know right, 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 right. relationship stories through that lens right, um, right, and right. see how they still translate over. Uh, I think it's it's pretty interesting. So I, I enjoy that movie. That's dope. It's out there on Amazon Prime. I'm gonna add that to the list. I've been looking. I need a comedy after them. Yeah. I need something <laughs> that's not them. Um, also, real quick, Mortal Kombat comes out. Like I think in two weeks, yeah. I cannot fucking wait. Shout out to all my video game Mortal Kombat fans. Uh, the the trailer looked crazy, Bra crazy. Um, I'm really excited to see this movie. I've been waiting for this remake for years. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it'll be on HBO Max. Did you check out the King Kong versus Godzilla? Did I check it out? Yeah. Did you check out? I was placing bets on who was gonna win. Yeah, I remember who. I lost. Yeah, I know. I did. I, I watched it too, and I, I was lost. like, look at me winning. I lost. King Kong getting but, his ass whooped. But to my defense, <laughs> the humans was fucking, they just kept handicapping the nigga. Yeah, they true. drugged him in his first fight. They chained his nigga down. They chained him. They drowned the nigga. They put him on a boat. You ain't never they, seen King Kong on a boat. Bro, like they, they shot him through a fucking portal to the center of the earth, which got to disorientate a motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, where am I at? He's like, you at home. Now fight. Now fight. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like the odds were never in his favor. I feel like we yeah. need to redo. Yeah, because I knew that's what they do. Yeah, the, it was that's some what they do. Shit. It was some fucked up shit. But the movie, let me tell you, I don't know who choreographed the fight scenes. Yeah. It must have been World Star because them niggas was they fighting. Was going at it. I was like, damn, is these niggas? King like, Kong getting his ass whooped, though. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he was. But then I felt better when uh, Mecha Godzilla started fucking up the real Godzilla. For sure, for sure. But that's where he just like kept hitting his head into fucking buildings. I yeah. said, yo, leave, put him yeah. down. Yeah, man. It was great. Sorry if you haven't seen this spoiler alert. I mean, you ain't you gonna watch it. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what you're doing. We all we, in the house. We also didn't explain it to the where you can get the same visual. Like oh, yeah, no, you no, heard no. what we said, but it was you know, fire. seeing it is like yeah, the thing. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got Descendants of Manhattan Beach on here. You got some news for me? Mm. No. Oh yeah. Oh, Look, I thought we were. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, delete that. <laughs> no, I was like, I, I was like, I ain't seen that movie. No, this is a real story, guys. This is some black joy. This is real life. Yes, I have a black joy report. <laughs> Um, so um, in 1912, this um, Manhattan Beach Resort was established by this black family, and it was a very popular resort in California. They were making a lot of money. And of course, white people being white came along, stole the land, kicked the niggas off. I think they might even like kill them, to be honest. Mm. Very fucked up. And so um, recently, uh, one of the supervisors of the district of some board, she had been seeing a lot of people retweet about it and talk about it. And so she started doing research wow. and she did found that it was stolen from this family. Wow. And so they have taken it from the white people, given it back to the descendants of this family. The property is worth $75 million. Wow. And so now this black family are the new and rightful owners wow. of their family legacy, the uh, Manhattan Beach Resort. So y'all, if you in California, go check that out. Wow. That's black owned now. Wow. Black Joy Report. Reparations. California doing the damn oh, thing. They really. doing the damn thing. Yeah, ain't doing it everywhere, but yeah, they yeah. doing something. Because I know it's some shit in Georgia. These niggas, I know Coca-Cola, for example. Come on That's now. not y'all fucking recipe. You know, the recipe came from a black person. It did. They don't tell you about that. All y'all did was add a little fizzy juice, mm -hmm. and you stole the shit. And they took the Coke out. They did. They took the Coke out. That was out. my favorite part. Mm -hmm. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Coca. That was my favorite part. I was in love with the Coca. I'm sick of it. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to them, Black Joy Report. Um, so um, with that being, speaking of Black Joy, yes, uh, I watched a little bit of the versus the the verses. Oh my god, the Isaac Brothers versus Earth, Wind, Earth, and, Fire. Wind and Fire. Bro, hoo wee, bro, hoo wee, 
bro, I ain't never felt more like an uncle. So the thing is, I don't like to watch stuff always at the same time everybody else is watching stuff. Oh, oh we know. <laughs> We're aware. But um, but so I caught this like a couple days later. I had right. watched it actually always with my parents. Uh-huh. Like when I was down in Albany, I was like, "Hey y'all, come in this room. Y'all ain't gonna believe what's on the internet." <laughs> they were like, "Oh, what's this YouTube? This is free." <laughs> uh, so you know, and because the thing is, I was like, "All right," versus I've already heard you know right, right. most of these songs. I, I heard that damn between the sheets in that morning. You know, what I mean? <laughs> so um, when uh, I started playing it, they were like, "Like, oh man, I remember this song from such and such," mm-hmm. and then. So I had to mute Steve Harvey every time he kept oh talking about. Oh my God, Steve Harvey! What was he doing? What the? And look, I'm just look. I don't care how people feel about this. Why do we don't need no fucking host for verses? Yeah, we don't need a host, especially one that's one that in the group. My favorite thing about verses is hearing the actual artists talk right. about stories. Yeah, not you reliving your shit mm-hmm. like on lot. Like I don't care about that. Steve was like, "Yeah, man, I remember when I heard this song. I had went over to this girl house and I knocked on the door." And I said, can I get between the shit? I'm like, bro, can you let Ron talk right. about the song? And then people were dragging him on Twitter. And obviously people were telling him he was getting dragged because then they would come back and he'd be like, I don't care how y'all feel. I'm supposed to be here. I deserve to be I here. Deserve, I always want to be in this group. Okay, mm-hmm. but you're not. Yeah. You're not. I think like I think the thought about having Steve Host was having like um the older generation, mm-hmm. like somebody to like you know, talk them through it and you know, telling them how to sign up on the Zoom links and stuff like that. But he didn't um, do that. He ain't, he ain't do none of that. At one point, Ronald Isaac was like, brother, can you stop talking? We want the young people to yeah. just dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, really, Steve, mm-hmm. shut yeah. up. They got out of there and started performing, though. I thought Ron was about to blow a hip out. <laughs> but he killed He sounded he great. Yeah. They look great. The earth and fire was still moving. And this is when I was through with Steve, when he started pouring liquor out on the fucking stage. Yeah. And he almost, Ron Isley jumped back. I was like, Steve. He almost got that on his first. I said, this ain't that kind of event. The damn alpaca he had on. Had the alpaca coat. Pouring liquor. What are you doing? He up there blowing. He like smoking a cigar, blowing smoke. And they trying face. to sing live. You know they old. Like I think Ryan Ozzy like seventy nine years old. That's why they like took that. a break. They had to be like Steve. It's coronavirus. Like, you bro. can't just be blowing the shit out here. You know. You know. Uh, Earth, wind, and fire got sleep apnea. They really are. They tired. got bad lungs. They were tired. It's the wind. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a dope versus though. It was I, amazing. One of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. Didn't even realize like the amount of um like how you know, of course, we all know they have, you know, unlimited hits. Ron couldn't even like remember some of that no. albums he did. Like, how many albums you got? You're like, ah enough to make me get this first. So. Yeah, you see this? <laughs> I'm rich. Like I think everyone probably like, oh you're like 70. I said mm. 70. What'd you think about uh Whoa. Steve's suit? He had on a suit? That purple suit. All I heard was his voice. I wasn't really like, he just kept talking, and so it was hard for me to focus. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize he had on a purple suit. You mm. know, purple's my favorite color, mm. um, and I hate that he was wearing it. <laughs> okay. All right. Good talk. Yep. <laughs> Are you going to watch the uh, the next one? What? On 420? Yeah. Wait. It's, it's one on 420? Yes. It's Red Man versus Method Man. Oh, I thought I was talking about the SWV versus Escape, but. Oh, I'm definitely going to be there for that. Okay. Like, Red I'm Man versus, four, wait, what? 420. Red um, Man versus, versus Method Man? Yes. What are they going to sing? I don't know. Huh. Okay. Hopefully they, ho- hopefully they do some shit from the How High soundtrack because that's what I know. <laughs> I'm gonna be like How High. Play, look, play. They could just play the fucking movie. I'll be there versus watching it, smoking. This is when I did uh, this. I had smoked on this part and it was crazy. I'll be like, Oh damn, that makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My vaccine and fully kicked in too. I'm gonna have my all my superpowers. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of uh, vaccine kicking in. Yes. Um, in Saint Vincent, have you heard about the Saint Vincent? Volcano that erupted randomly. <laughs> yes. One volcanoes are still erupting in 2021. Who knew? Not I said the cat. Who knew? I didn't realize volcanoes could like continuously erupt. Yeah. Like I didn't realize them niggas like hibernate and then they wake the fuck mm-hmm. back up yeah. and just destroy shit all over again. Yeah, like that damn squirrel in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> but yeah, go ahead. No, it's really bad. You were telling me something very interesting that I didn't know. Yeah, so, um, so you know, St. Vincent is one of those, you know, islands in the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, you know, I think we off camera we were talking about how some of the um, the smoke and ash coming yes. from the volcano has, you know, kind of taking over the islands yeah, like down there. Yeah, like surrounding ones, like away from the volcano. It's bad. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But, you know, usually during volcanoes, you have to, like, evacuate. Yes. But they're not letting people evacuate that aren't vaccinated to leave that island. <laughs> hold on, what? So they won't let you on the boat. If you get out. Hold on, hold on. Let me see your vaccination card. Let me see. Get. This is the most dangerous place. Get, oh, hold on. Let me see your credentials. What date? Did you take both shots or just one? Look, I feel. I guess I figured. Look, nigga, if you ain't trying to get the vaccine, this ash ain't gonna hurt you. Clearly, you don't care. You ain't worried about Corona. <laughs> you don't need to be worried about this ash. Okay? Don't, don't worry That's, about this volcano. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. We were talking about this, but like, this vaccine is really about to like create like a class system. Yeah, man. Like in different countries, mm -hmm. like you didn't get the vaccine, you're these people. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be like the hills have eyes. Dude, in Florida, um, the the crazy governor there, he's already made it to where. You can't um, have like a um, like a vaccine passport kind of situation, um, and I forgot like the the rules. But he's already trying to like get ahead of, you know, whatever it is this thing's going to come. You know, mm -hmm. one of those Republican mm -hmm. kind of. Because we talked about an airline, they already saying like you're going to have to show that you're vaccinated to even get on mm -hmm. these, all of our flights. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. happening. Things are happening, guys. Good luck. Look, if you ain't got the vaccine, good luck. Um, yeah, thank I you. Don't, I don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> Damn me on that stuff. No, he's not. <laughs> um, and now yeah. uh, it's time for us to talk about Kid Cudi wearing a dress on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Not white shit. What are you doing, Kid Cudi? Yes. Um, they say he was um, kind of idolizing um, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain mm -hmm. from Nirvana, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, either way. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I just wish he would have got a better dress. That's not no oh, okay. like, no gay friends. He ain't got no gay friends, no trans friends. Like, if you're gonna pay a tribute to someone in a gown, at least have it on in the words of Reza Fresh. Oh, like, this is a gown. dress dress. It's it's ill-shaped, it's not fitting. He looked like Blossom. He's got like spaghetti straps. Yeah, it just was not. I don't know, Kid Cudi. I is don't this know. like Little House on the Prairie? Like, what is you this? Know, it just made me wonder, like, is his finances Whoa. together? Because you could have got a better dress. Because that was definitely a Forever 21 for sale. Just straight off the rack. He didn't even try. I just wow. feel like, you know, get you a gay friend because they would have told you, don't go out there. Hey, 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 come here. No, put on this dress. Don't, <laughs> um, don't wear that dress. You know, you know how, I don't know, man. Like, we already heard, have heard about how many times, you know, the media tries to put men, mm -hmm. specifically black men, in like just these, um, uh, just different kind of situations. Because <laughs> I know what you want to say. I was, you, you know what I was just. You can just say, and like effeminate. Yeah. And like more like things that don't come off as like masculine. Yeah. Like whatever people are saying. No, and yeah. I understand that, you know, wearing a dress is not necessarily, you know, feminine or wearing, you know, pants and a shirt isn't necessarily masculine. But I mean. But there are gender roles associated with that. Correct. So, yes. You know, um, a spaghetti strap is usually <laughs> a little bit more feminine in all the times that I've seen it. Um, this is interesting, man. I'm even thinking about like to wear, um, you know, Dave Chappelle would talk about, you know, they try to get him to wear like, you know, dresses in yes. different like roles. And he's like, what am I doing that for? Like, how does that contribute to the comedy? Right. Um, I was working with um, like some uh, creative partners and we were like putting together a sketch idea. Mm -hmm. And then somebody had the idea of like, okay, well, yeah, how about, you know, he has these conversations, you know, with a woman. But then like a guy comes in and he's like, okay, having this conversation about it now with a guy. And now I'm like, okay, but like, where's the joke? And because like the joke was starting to turn from the conversation towards mm -hmm. like 
the irony of um, one like one man liking another man, mm -hmm. for example, which right. is like, okay, well, we got to choose what the actual punchline is. Like, what are we right, trying right, to, right, 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 what are we right. trying to say? Like, it's funny right. for him to like another per guy, right? Or is it, you know, um, it's just, I don't know. I'm just having like all those. I'm seeing this dress and, for the first I just, time. I just want to clarify for the people that don't know. Not all, you know, not all gay people wear dresses. I just want to say that because I can already see some of the, the people. You know, it's what he him wearing the dress is not gay. True. To be clear, also true. I don't, I don't own no dresses. Mm -hmm. Although I, I, I saw one that I did like, but I don't own it. Okay, mm -hmm. and so, but no, I do feel you. I do think sometimes there is like this. Uh, people talk about the agenda, like they're trying to emasculate uh, black men, and like I, maybe I don't know. True. It, yeah. He also put the dress on, so it's like yeah, he made a choice. He made a choice. Um, yeah. And I don't know enough about Kurt Cobain to really understand understand the significance. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's where some of the message gets lost, right? Mm -hmm. um, and because even like black people that, you know, you'll tell them like, oh, yeah, he's commemorating Kurt Cobain. They were like, what? Like, who's Kurt Cobain? Yeah, who? <laughs> so um, it's interesting, man. Yeah. I just, you know, seen that for the first time. Go also, ahead. just really quickly talking yep. about Kurt Cobain. He committed suicide at, at a very young age. He was 27. Mm -hmm. He has Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. um, if you're experiencing something, going through something, you don't have nobody to talk to, find somebody to talk to. Yeah. There's always somebody there. You know, you can DM Jamie. He'll talk to you. Yeah, well, yeah. have a chat. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, all right. I guess I guess we'll do it now. Oh, what are we doing? The the part. Okay. All right, I'm ready. You know, the one part. Things that white people do. I'm so proud of you for not forgetting. Look at you. That vaccine is helping you. Why would I forget? I've never forgot. Um, now it's time for white shit, guys. Uh, usually Warren has some time, you know, struggles remembering this part, but we're here. We we got it, guys. Um, good job, bro. Thank you. Proud of us both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, white shit. Yeah. I got some white shit. Fantastic. Yes. Okay, so guys, this recently, my white shit, I have a vendetta against uh, Warner Brothers, apparently in DC. Fuck DC and Warner Brothers, all that shit. The WB? Fuck the WB, okay? The w they w stole w UPN from us. Yeah. Warner Brothers ain't been shit for a long time, yeah. actually. We still don't know what y'all did with that frog either, but Man, go what ahead. What happened to him? I don't know. He was oh dancing, and all of a sudden, I don't see him no more. Um, so the actor Brandon Victor, I think that's his name. He mm. plays Cyborg in the Just League movie. He filed a lawsuit against Warner Brothers and Josh Whedon. He said when uh, Zack Snyder, the original director who just released the extended version, when he left the film, Josh Whedon took over and he said uh, it was really problematic. Like there was a lot of racial stuff mm. on the show, like how the executives were like, well, we don't want an angry black man at the center of this movie. Mm. Take that out. And like, can you make him more like gimmicky? Like mm -hmm. they wanted him to speak in a certain kind of way, like black. Mm -hmm. And he was like, black people don't talk like that. Black people are not a monolith. I'm not doing that. That's not okay. So he filed a suit. Also, Warner Brothers, uh, Ray J. Uh, Jean, I forget his whole name. Bridget the guy? Yeah, the dude from Bridgerton. Yeah. So he had auditioned to play um, Superman's grandfather in a series called Krypton. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wow. Interesting. And he, like, he booked it. Like, he killed it. Uh, so they brought yeah. him to, to, like, set. And when he got there, one of the executive producers or, like, executives at Warner Brothers was like, who is he? He can't play this role. He black. Well, like you cannot play this role. You're black. I mean, and Superman was uh, fictional. Yeah, fictional. Like we uh, don't. Superman's a fucking alien. This whole world is we, fake. Like what the fuck are we Superhero talking about? Superheroes aren't real. Also, we don't know shit about his fucking family. For real, for real. Also, he was better than everybody else the that first part. time. So what are we talking about now? So yeah, so that was a big thing. He, the actor, he said, of course, that really hurt him. He left the he left uh, mm. the set. So the cyborg character commented about that. He said, it's ironic. Y'all didn't want this black man to play Superman's grandfather, but y'all let these other motherfuckers play Zod's parents and they don't look nothing alike. Mm -hmm. He said, y'all racist, mm -hmm. essentially. Since we're doing 23andMe, 
Yes. For Superman. Yes. <laughs> that part. So, yeah, uh, white people, y'all got to let some of this shit go. Like, mm. prime example, in 1994, Whitney Houston cast the Cinderella movie with Brandy. Mm-hmm. It was a black queen with a white man and an Asian son and, like, mm-hmm. white people. And guess what? We all just watched the shit. It was yeah, great. Yeah. Like, these conversations about diversity, I feel like they don't happen a lot on sets of color because we don't have to have these fucking conversations. Like, we know, like, it's different shades of people and not all people look alike, but y'all can be related. It, it is what it is. White people, get it together. Yeah. Warner yeah, Brothers, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Um, good luck, white people. <laughs> um, so, moving on. Yes. Uh, now it's time for Let It Burn. Yes. Uh, our last segment of the day. Yes. Um, before we get that, get there, make sure you guys follow our Twitter, Instagram, yes. YouTube, Facebook. subscribe, yeah. Facebook. Um, go ahead and get in tune so you can get catch the all the uh, the updates. Yes. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're you're not already, but I know you did because you're a smart one. <laughs> and um, and make sure you go to the Audacity Jamie and Warren and cop you some merch, y'all. We got hoodies, we got mugs, we got masks. Yeah, masks. A lot of y'all still gonna need a mask. You're gonna need a mask. You're gonna need a fucking mask. To 24 get months. the goddamn mask. You're gonna get the mask. I'm sick of it. The audacity of you to think that you don't need a mask. You need one. Um, yeah, you can always pick up our candles, but we have a lot of new merch. That's great. Baby clothes. Because a lot of y'all been busy. I've seen you. In this economy, they wild. You need the fucking clothes. <laughs> they cheaper than a lot of the shit at Target. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, check that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what you're letting burn this week? I do. Okay, wonderful. You want to go first? <laughs> I will. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, so this week, um, what I'm letting burn is people that wear natural deodorant but eat at KFC. Mm. Um, <laughs> you're, 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 you're not aligning. Okay, not one consistent. of my friends was trying to tell me, he was like, Bro, you need to stop wearing degree. It got aluminum in it. That shit caused cancer. Mm. You know, I wear this natural crystal shit. I say, yeah, I know you do. That's why I'll never invite you to my fucking house. The <laughs> shit don't work. You be smelling bad. But also, nigga, you was just at the club doing lean. Your shit yeah. is not mad. You worried about cancer. Yeah. You smoking crack. You worried about y'all worried about the wrong shit. You worried mm. about what kind of deodorant I'm using and you don't want to take the vaccine. The shit not making, it's not adding up. Yeah. The math ain't mathing. Yeah. Y'all not going to be wearing this natural deodorant and eating stuff that's not natural because the shit is not, it, it's not working. Okay, I'm sick of it. Yeah. I'm letting it burn. Okay, I see. I see. Yuck. <laughs> what you got? Um, so I've been uh, uh, reading this book called Atomic Habits, mm. and it talks about how, you know, you don't have to do, you know, 80% of the things today. Mm. Just do like 1% and over time, you know, you'll, you know, do thing. And it talks about, you know, sometimes we have like these triggers to our habits, Mm -hmm. but also um, in order to continue that you do the habit the next time, Mm -hmm. um, an important part is resetting the space and um, kind of resetting, you know, so that it'll be easier for me to do, you know, the thing the next time. So um, I'm letting, not resetting my space uh, burn. And, um, you know, just, you know, when I do a thing, make sure I'm you know, complete it, and right. then, you know, do the next one. Right, right, right. Instead of worrying about all the shit all at once. No, that's real smart. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm going I'm to take that in. I'm, I'm going to look out for the, the degree deodorant thing. Though. Oh, my God. You know, so we got uh, people walking around here, don't even, just too natural. Too. Too natural. Too. Just to make sure you align, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're going to be wearing natural deodorant, you also need to be a vegan, okay? No, maybe out here naughty by nature, but, you know, you can't tell them that because everybody vegan. No, I'm going to tell you, yuck. <laughs> yuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and last but not least, we got to let it firm for the podcast. Let it firm for the podcast. I always do that. Because the podcast is lit. Right. It's firm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Audacity Podcast. We love you. Check us out on all our handles. Where can they reach you on your personal handle? They can reach me on my personal handle at Say Less Jamie because I'm saying less these days. (laughs) 
You can reach me at Warren's World 18. Um, thank you again. This episode is brought to you by Anchor. Yes, Anchor, mm. the app you need for your podcasting needs, distributing, posting. Mm. It'll do everything you need. Wow. Anchor's my best friend, and Anchor's the reason you're listening to this podcast. Anchor will make you a meal um, after you're done recording your podcast. It does all the things. It'll even get you some sponsorships to help pay for all the uh, recording supplies that you need. So, Thank you, Anchor. You're the best. Thank <laughs> you.